Welcome to the No Budget RC Podcast. I am your host, Eli, and you are listening to episode number 20. So I had a lot going on lately, guys. As you know, it's been a while since I put out a podcast. Um, apologize for that. Uh, my wife had to go in for an emergency surgery, and we're all just, you know, she's recovering and trying to get everything back to normal around the house, so I do apologize for being a while since we put out a podcast. However, I do have a lot going on. Um, since last time, since the last podcast, uh, the last podcast, uh, I had, uh, smoked the motor and speed controller in my bomber. I, uh, recently picked up another brushless speed controller and put it on a motor that I already had. It's a little smaller than what I want for the bomber, but it does get it up and running. Um, it is capable of running 2 or 3S LiPo. However, I did gear it down because it is a very small ESC and a small KN 3300 KV motor. So I geared it down so it won't be as fast because I was worried about heat issues with the small ESC and motor in there. Oh, but the bomber is up and running again. Um, I also picked up a Vanquish Incision Line link kit for the bomber. Put that in. Well, all except for the steering. I have not upgraded the steering yet. Um, when I picked up that kit, I got it home. I was excited to put it in. Checking it all out. Hadn't even opened up the package, and I realized that the uh, tie rod was missing for the steering. So I uh, was a little disappointed. However, I contacted Vanquish on Monday morning. I picked that up on a Sunday um, for my local hobby shop. I contacted Vanquish. I let them know that I was missing a link. And they said, okay, what's your address? We'll send it out. Not only did they send out the link, I received that on uh, this last Friday. I got the link, and they also sent out a Vanquish sticker sheet with it. Um, their customer service is top-notch. Um, I was very happy dealing with them. They didn't give me any grief at all. I sent them some pictures of the unopened package showing that the uh, tie rod link was missing out of there. And uh, no problem at all, man. They just sent it out right away. And by the end of the week, I had it in my possession. So that's a big thumbs up for Vanquish. And their customer service is awesome. I'd also decided on my SCX-10. It had a, uh, to me, a Toyota hard body on it. With the Toyota hard body, I was running a small set of Proline Swampers, and uh, it just really didn't fit my driving style. Um, and so I picked up a deadbolt body for it. Well, I stretched out the wheelbase to fit the deadbolt body. I also picked up a set of the Proline Hyrax tires. I have yet to test those guys out yet. I do have them installed. However, with everything going on, I've not had time to get out and run them yet. They are uh, considerably taller, a little wider. They look a lot better on the deadbolt. Um, however, with stretching out the wheelbase, the other new product I ended up having to buy was a set of MIP drive shafts. As the uh, Junfac drive shafts that were in there were too short after stretching out the wheelbase. So I've got a brand new set of MIP drive shafts on it and the brand new uh, Proline Hyrax tires on there. And I can't wait to get out and test that out. Um, 
I've heard great things about these Hyrax tires. My friend George runs them on his SCX-10, and he loves them. And most of the people I've talked to that do run them really do love them. The only complaint that anyone ever has about them is they're not a super scale-looking tire. But I'm moving away from scale. That's why I got rid of the Toyota body. The Toyota body was very nice. It made a very nice-looking SCX-10. I got a lot of compliments on the way it looked. It was a very scale rig. It was a very nice-looking rig. But it just did not perform as well as I wanted it to. So I changed that up. Um, the, so far, I've, I just built my own links for the uh, SCX-10 and stretched the wheelbase out. Um, like I said, I have not yet had a chance to get that out and test it out. But I'm very excited to do so. The only running of RCs that I've done lately was uh, last Sunday I did get out and run a pack through the Arma Creighton. Um, just went out to this little field area and threw my uh, jump up out there and uh, did you know ran it around a little bit, bashed around, went off the jump a few times. Um, it was a really rough field area that I found. Had a hard time uh, hitting the jump, actually. It was so rough. Um, I finally got a little bit of a area that was halfway smooth that I sat the jump up in and was able to get a few backflips off and uh, had a good time. Um, muddied it up real good. I still have not had a chance to clean it. Um, just been too busy with everything going on. And then when I actually have had time, I've been installing new parts on rigs, so it's still sitting on the floor in the garage all nasty and dirty. I do need to get that thing cleaned up and give it the uh, inspection. I do like to inspect my vehicles every time I run them, clean them up real good, and, you know, inspect them, look for any uh, cracked or broken pieces or any screws that have worked their way loose. It's always a good idea after you've been running. Um, several times I have found things that could potentially end up being an issue the next time I was out running. A lot of times it's just a screw that's working its way loose. And if you find that and you're able to put a little Loctite on it and run it back in, a lot of times that can save you some... Uh, time you know maybe the next time you go out running that screw comes out and that can end your day where is just doing a little uh post run inspection you can catch that stuff take care of it now and it doesn't shorten your day the next time you're out a little uh tip for the new guys uh, i'm sure the old pros you know that have been out running for years you guys already know that but any new guys that listen to the channel you know definitely a good idea to give it a post run inspection so the next uh, planned purchase is uh, I do need to pick up a new body panel kit for the RR10 Bomber. Um, it's got three different color panels on it. I believe I've told you about it when I picked it up. It's got uh, stock Bomber panels on one side and on the hood. The roof is just a black homemade panel. And on the other side is a white panel that the former owner put a whole bunch of stickers on. So it's pretty ugly. Um, the last rock race we had at my local track, I didn't run. I was only there marshalling the event. But in the uh, straight axle class, there was four bombers with stock panels on them. Therefore, I do not want to run stock panels. So I already have the paint picked up. I already had the body panels ordered from Tower Hobbies. They were supposed to be in stock the end of, it said late November on the website. I contacted them the beginning of December, and they said, yeah, sorry, that's what the supplier told us. 
and they changed it from late November to just saying on order on their site. Uh, the other day I checked it and it was saying mid-December. And so I went ahead and canceled my order. Um, the last time I was in my local shop, he had a uh, Proline bomber panel kit in there. Uh, I plan on stopping by. He's actually closed tomorrow, but I plan on stopping by at some point this week and seeing if he still has that and picking that up. So I can get the uh, body on the bomber and get it looking a little better. Um, future plans for the bomber. I do want to get a um, censored brushless system for the, for it. Um, that probably won't happen until after the new year. This money's a little tight right now. Buying Christmas presents for the kids and whatnot. Um, so I probably will have to wait till after the beginning of the year. But that is the plan for the bomber. I want a censored brushless system in there. So that I can do the rock racing at the track. But I can also use it for crawling. Um, the system I want. Um, is the Castle Mamba X. With the 2850kV slate motor and that system is about 210 bucks so it's really it's not bad for what you're getting it's actually a good price for a castle uh, brushless censored setup it's just uh you know uh, this is no uh, you know i call my podcast and my youtube channel no budget rc because i don't have a huge budget to spend in the hobby however i do like picking up quality products so i will be saving up for that the setup that's in there now, I just picked up a used brushless ESC, and I believe it's only a 35 amp. And uh, the, like I said, I had the small cam 3300 kV motor that I already had from another RC that I took apart and upgraded the motor. Um, so I just put that system in there for right now and got it up and running. You know, I geared it down, it's slow. It's probably not going to do me any favors in rock racing. However, we have not had a rock race for a while at the track. Um, the owner of the track had some family issues that he had to take care of, and he had to leave town and go down to California. And now with the holidays, I don't know when our next rock race will be, but I will keep you guys updated. I will let you know how I do. Even if I do come in in very last place, I'll let you guys know. You know, I'm... I'm, you know, not good at racing. I uh, have a tendency to put too much power when I was doing short course racing. Basically, put too much power in the car and uh, more power than I could handle. And I would try and, you know, race the guys that are much more skilled than me. And ultimately, it would end up costing me. So instead of ending somewhere in the middle of the pack, I'd usually end up at the end of the pack because I would, you know, go for it. Like, Oh, yeah, I got a ton of power. I'll take this guy down this straight stretch, which ultimately would end up in me crashing. I think that's really all I have for this uh, podcast, guys. I appreciate you listening, as always. Um, if you have not already, please subscribe. Uh, please share with your RC friends. And until next time, you know, keep it shiny side up. Thanks for listening.